Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Shannon Feltis. I'm Bonnie Dutch. And this is You, you Are, are that. that. We are two sisters who cannot take a compliment. We cannot. But we can't take the trash out. On our show today, we have not only a blast from the past for me, but a musical memory for lots of people. He's a musical man in the band Janice Stark, and you may also recognize him from The Prodigy as the blue-haired wizard on guitar. Giz, thank you for joining us on our tiny little podcast. We are so excited to talk to Elated. you. Thank you for joining us. Do you want to tell the folks a little bit about yourself? Okay, well, I'm a guitar player, and I've been playing... Since I was very young, when I was uh, a wee lad, I got into music, just like, you know, the Beatles, of course. And I lived in that area of the country. And then um, punk rock exploded. Mm, and it just came it at the right time. So, you know, I was like 10, 11 and needed something. And punk rock was there. And um, luckily enough, we lived in an area called Manchester, which is one of the kind of sister cities to London where punk rock is concerned you know the sex pistols played there very early on and so that was you know in my radar and at the same time I was picking up the guitar because I was terrible at everything else I could write a good story but that was about it and um you know I kind of got drawn into forming a band I mean I always kind of this whole Beatles thing made me kind of form pretend bands in my head and then eventually I found that I was I was doing a, a real one you know the family <laughs> moved to a place called Peterborough which is a stone's throw away from Cambridge um, it's in between Cambridge and Nottingham so yeah that's when I got really into the bands and you know I got asked to join the Destructors so I was in them when I was 14 and then the English Dogs a couple of years later we toured America for the first time and we had a, an album that was a little bit of a smash, you know, called Forward Into Battle. That did quite well. <laughs> then the 90s came along. and Yes, they did. A fantastic <laughs> era where I ended up joining The Prodigy, which, of course, exploded. Huge. You know, and um, would be one of the 90s important bands. I want to interrupt you because this is a perfect <laughs> segue into our meet cute because you don't remember at the moment, but I remember. So I'm going to tell you how I know you. 
So our meeting was a weird string of events Mm. that took place in 1997. I'm going to set the tone for you. I'm going to tell you about your own life. (laughs) Yeah, I'd like to know. In Tokyo, Japan. Tokyo, Japan. 1997, the Mount Fuji Music Festival was canceled. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, and we were so bummed out, me and a bunch of friends of mine that were working there at the time had planned on going to the show that day. We were super pissed because we didn't go to the first day. We were going to go to the second day. Yeah, the Prodigy Day. Yep, (laughs) that's where we were going. Yay. All of the bands came into Tokyo because there's nothing else to do. We went to the Lexington Queen. You sure did, and you (laughs) ran into me and my friend Holly and Elena. And then we hung out for the rest of the weekend and (laughs) drank and we played soccer in the park at some point. It was the weirdest shit ever, but it was the most fun. Well, certainly I do remember like a a load of people (laughs) in the the bar. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy cramped packed. You guys were so nice. Like there were loads of bands in that place Mm. and some of them were assholes. Yeah, yeah, but tell me who. (laughs) (laughs) We were there twice. So, yeah, the first time, which is the time that you're talking about, was definitely my favorite time there. Oh, you're just saying that because I. No, no, it really was. It really, really was. It was so fun. You guys are so fun. Okay. We're going to have to go over old photos and I think that you'll remember lots of stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I took, I have a lot of photos I don't remember from that weekend. It's pretty crazy. I love the picture that she tagged you in because (laughs) she was a young model. She was in like these Japanese like wedding catalogs looking fucking just Sweeney Todd as fuck. She was Tim Burtoned out for the 90s. Like uh, Japanese fashion was so cool. And so she's looking all made up like a model while I'm just being like a chubby eighth grader back home in America (laughs) playing with a Tamagotchi. And she's out partying, but she's wearing a bewitched graphic oh, yeah. ringer tea and her smile is so manic i was she's so drunk and so joyful so excited and filled <laughs> with joy and filled with champagne and midori sours yes oh my god you can you can see every tendon in her neck <laughs> as she's smiling oh, the oh, biggest god. smile i've ever seen on her entire face it was the best you. it was literally one of the best nights of my life it was a real good laugh people. yeah it was, it was good I, fun so funny. What a weird whirlwind connection. So was the Foo Fighters and Green Day there as well? Yeah, they were. Oh, I wasn't God. gonna say it, but they were. It's because we were hanging out with Dave Grohl that whole night too. <laughs> well, yeah, and Green Day were assholes. There, They're, I said they it. Were they were dickheads to me. Yeah, well, all of them. Yes. Well, no, that's not true. Really Billy Joe Armstrong right. was a piece of crap that night. Yeah. No, really. Oh, he God. was so rude. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Was that like the height of their heyday? Yeah. Where there were basket cases and he was like feeling himself. Listening to Dookie on repeat, he was in his in his moment. Yeah. That was a big deal. Okay. Uh, but no, the Foo Fighters were freaking awesome. Well, I was at a table with um Dave Grohl and and Billy. Yep. We were at that table with you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh god. What a night. What a night. It was a really good night. Yeah, it was mind-blowing. I was literally sitting with you and Leroy and Dave almost the entire night. And everybody else was dancing and stuff. And I was like, I just want to hear everybody's stories. I don't even fucking care about dancing. But then also we tried to get you guys to dance to Prodigy songs and it wasn't happening. (laughs) 
No. And Dave goes, uh, bands don't dance to their own music. <laughs> and I was like, all right, good call. Um, I tried so hard. <laughs> I feel like everyone puts bands in that yeah. position to right. where like well, somebody puts on a song and looks at you. And you're like, isn't this you? Uh, come come on, monkey dance. For oh me. my God. My, my weirdest occurrence with that ever was my friend was tour manager for Evanescence. Oh, Jesus. And we hung out with them at a pizza place. It was Amy Lee's assistant's birthday. And we went to a karaoke pizza place. And oh, her no. husband sung an Evanescence song Ooh. to her. Creepy. She was like, I fucking hate you. But like, that's the relationship. <laughs> Thank you for noting that this is a popular track, but also I've played it so many times I never want to hear it. I've tried to karaoke my friends' songs in front of them to, yes, it was the most embarrassing thing I've probably ever done. So that was fun. And then I just go right back to Pat Benatar because I can't fuck that up. Do you do karaoke? Maybe your best shot. Yes, that's me. I I love that. It's got a new wave, isn't it? It's got a nice new wave beat. 80s and 90s. Well, I'm currently just really yeah 90s faith no more yes anytime in my house somebody's like oh what is this i'm like what is it That's my jam. I miss the days where music was just like music, experimental and raw and weird and music videos were like lit on fire. That's it. The 90s were a good time. Yeah, that that was, as I said, that was my favorite time in Japan. (laughs) And you're currently in another band. You created Um, Janice Stark, correct? Janice Stark, yeah. Yes. So now we can, now that my segment is over, let's talk more about your life again. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, so how did you form this? Well, you know, I, I had Jane Stark then, you know. Yeah, I was actually, I had it. At the same time? At the same time. At the awesome. same time. So Jane Stark is a 90s band. Mm-hmm. We have that credit to I our name. That. The 90s was a perfect time. You want a 90s band. Yes, exactly. Well, yes, yeah, so, uh, I reformed it because it's the memory of it lingered and um, it wouldn't go away. And I just kept on trying other things. And I thought, you know what? I want Jane Stark back. Mm-hmm. Jane Stark signed to this um, UK label called Earache. And um, we were then licensed to an American label called Trauma. And that was the home of Bush. Mm-hmm. Okay? I do remember that. I love so, Bush. My mouth just watered. I, it's, I don't know if they're related. But. <laughs> <laughs> so then we had a little minor hit we had a song called every little thing counts yes. that did okay but then sadly the band kind of dissolved and you know i ended up doing a load of other th- things instead as i said you know i came back to it and we've been signed by the label that works for the uk subs so you know nice punk rock very credible home and since then we've done a new album so it's mm-hmm. our second album so the first one was in 98 second one was in 2018. I love that. That's awesome. How does it feel coming back to something that was so close to you and so relevant to your life in the 90s and like regrowing that? Yeah, it feels, well, awesome because I just felt like I was really kind of, you know, arriving at such a late time in, in my life, really, well, later. And it just felt, I mean, we've just done another one. So I love it. we'll be having another album coming out in July. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's exciting. Well, that's what I should be talking about, really. I mean, we've we've 
done an album called uh, Angel in the Flames. So that was our two year ago album, which got interfered with, of course, by COVID. Oh, of course. All the plans set up, you know, tours. We did a, a very good tour with a band called The Wild Hearts. Mm. And um, that was like every night, thousand people, you know, about say you know 15 shows very good that lined everything up really well the album then was released and then we had our own tour which started in mid-january but then as as you know something like mid-march you know the world closed down Mm -hmm. and so did our tour so we just had to kind of like you know people were saying to me why don't you re-release it and i I was saying to them you know it doesn't work that way (laughs) right um you you can re-release it it's not gonna it's not gonna do anything uh you just start, you have to just write another one. Yeah, unless you're Taylor Swift, you just re-record oh it yourself and do it again. <laughs> yeah, I felt more like it was time to write another one. So I that's agree. what I've done. Gosh. And that well, comes out this July. And yes. Do you guys have a, a tentative, hopeful vibe for a tour? We're working on the tour. So, you know, we are in discussions setting that up. But of course, if anyone wants to come across to me and say, you know, I can do this. At the moment, I'm kind of like looking at sorting out some kind of tour package, you know, where you get kind of yeah. four bands and you all go out together. Mm-hmm. I look around at some of the bands that we'd be really suited with and, you know, that are similar to us in some respects and thinking it'd be great to go out with four bands rather than just putting yourself out and, you know, you've got a different support band in every town. Mm-hmm. I just prefer that idea. So that I'm you know, working on that, but we're playing at a very famous punk festival, which is called Rebellion. Ooh. And that's in August. Nice. And that's a, you know, that's very well known. So that's kind of like a, a gig that we're, it's, I wouldn't say we're launching the album there. We've got a launch gig at the 100 Club, which is, you know, the famous punk rock club in yeah. London where the Pistols were. I've always mm-hmm. wanted to go there. there mm-hmm. You know, so, and that's on Oxford Street, which is a very busy street of London. Shannon, we should go. Okay. West One. And that's on, what, 22nd? I should know, shouldn't I? Why not just 22nd? <laughs> 22nd of July. Well, and we will post for all of our listeners and things to find and follow you all over the place and look up your new music mm-hmm. and your new shows and things too. So we will definitely plug all of your stuff in our show notes and on Instagram and help support you any way we can. Right. We love you. Well- if people want to hear something now, you you know, you can. There's a bunch yeah. of things up there. We play them all in the set. So go and have a listen to what there is out there at the moment. Yeah. You, you are a fun person to gently stalk right now because you do have music past, present, and future kind of all over the place. And it's nice to listen to what you're doing. So. What a strange time to kind of have to shut down. Yeah. So the world shuts down. I feel like every musician that I'm friends with mm-hmm. got that like itch. Mm-hmm. to write new music and create with the mentality of like okay well when this is over right i'll have new and then we'll hit the ground running but then <sighs> it just keeps going it's and keeps going pattern. yeah and the whole point of punk rock is to be amongst the people you yeah. know and to, yeah. to to vibe on the rowdiness and the commotion of everyone's energy and yeah. when that's oh, yeah. like balled up and you create something but then it's just waiting oh. to erupt i'm so excited you're August show for is the gonna momentum. be out of control. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, people are what people need. And yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just, you can do a certain amount on your own, but yeah. 
you know, after a while. I mean, I was doing streaming gigs and things like that. Yeah, but the human connection is, is important. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you want to bet. Certain genres of music can get away with it and just strum around in their apartment all day long. But like, punk needs to be out in yeah. the world. <laughs> you just need it. Ugh. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, when it happened, you know, when it was time to start taking it seriously, I, I've got like a studio, which is just more in the city. And I just kind of, I just had to get a load of things and just throw them into a van mm-hmm. and just say, right, well, I'm going to have to recreate the studio in the shed at home. So, <gasps> oh. so in the shed, I pulled everything out of the shed and I just put like a studio in, in the shed, you know, and then I just, whilst I was there, I thought, well, I can now get creative again. I can do something at home. You know, I can manage something. I even did like a couple of videos. I, I actually sort of knocked up a few things on my own. <laughs> that just started the whole process. Because over here, I mean, don't know if you had it the same there, but now and again, the lockdown came down. Mm-hmm. It, there was a window. So that was us too. Yeah. You could go out, you could have a gig um, if you was quick about it, because, you know, <laughs> You didn't know yeah. what was going to happen. So, um, yeah, we did actually do a couple of festivals and things. And then they were like, just kidding. Go back home. Yeah. <laughs> no more for you guys. We even did a gig in our back garden. Nice. Did you? Yeah. <sighs> oh, oh, that would be cool. I would kill to be your neighbor right about then. Like, <laughs> Yeah, well, they were loving it. Yeah, they were all hanging out at their windows. I would be um, too. <laughs> I'm watching be so it. Fun. It was good. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, we are going to get into a round of questions mm-hmm. that will wax a little nostalgic for young kids. Are you yeah. ready for some Younger. fun throwback questions? Okay, yeah. Sweet. So you started playing music very early. I heard it was age 11, which is kind of mind-blowing awesome. to me. Yeah. At age 11, I was right? just yeah. picking my nose and jumping on a trampoline. <laughs> During the awkward age where most kids are worried about public speaking, you are already playing shows and performing for people. Do you have any specific moments that stick out in your memory during those first years that are either especially like epic and magical or Mm. just pure humiliation? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, um, well, the magical, the first magical moment was, I think it was at 12. I think I was 12. Oh. I'd formed a band and we'd done a couple of gigs in front of the class, you know. Ooh, and um, But we had a full lineup, you know, drums, bass, rhythm guitar, me on the lead guitar. And then we had, a, we had a singer. We had a full lineup. And we had like a bunch of songs. We had a mixture of current day punk and new wave. So I think we had, um, I don't know if you're going to know some of them. But we had Silly Thing by the Sex Pistols. Uh, oh, yes. We had, we had a song. I don't know if you've heard of a band called Tonight. We had a song called Drummer Man. They were a new wave band. Mm. And, um, and then we had a bunch of our own songs. And I'd been looking for songwriting inspiration, you know, something different. I didn't just want to write about being a 12-year-old kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as exciting as that is, I mean. <laughs> I would have had like a dozen songs all about masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> that is exciting for a 12-year-old, you're right. <laughs> so I was looking for, you know, some material. So I was in the library, the, the school library, and I saw a book which literally just had on the cover drugs. <laughs> so I was reading this book and um, it was talking about every form of drug and going on about this and that. And um, it was talking about pills, uppers, downers, barbiturates, whatever, black bombers, whatever you want, every oh, form of pill. And uh, <laughs> some guy had written a book called I Popped a Pill. 
All right, so there you go. There was the song title right there. So I just <laughs> nice. thought, okay, nice. I have a song title. So I just started writing out this song, put it to some music, bang, we've got a song, guys. And then we're playing in front of the school. Oh, shit. 12 years old. <laughs> And the lead singer, Les Wheeler, bless him. So he he said, okay, the next song is uh, one of our own songs and it's called I Popped a Pill. Um, I didn't write it. He wrote it. (laughs) (laughs) He just blames you straight at you. It's about drugs. He wrote it. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, yeah. And then, you know, just counted it in and, and that was it. But for a brief moment, everyone <laughs> was looking at me with daggers, you know, so. Oh, that's awesome. But that yeah, so it was a little bit embarrassing, but not so bad. And that's so rock and roll, but so but equally epic. Like that you just gave us both in one that's like the best kid story ever what did the teachers do well i think it just happened quickly so i think it passed them by the music started before they could object yeah, the, the music that's started great. and everything was fine the, the, the song went well and you know we were on to the next song you're like it's educational i got it from the library oh my god yeah well that's what i was trying to say that's so sweet yeah. I love that you were so innocent. You're finding content. Like, you weren't actually popping pills as a 12-year-old. But, hey, no. you created an anthem for those who were experimenting. And that's beautiful. Like, you know it would be cool? <laughs> this book. I like this a lot. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. So you have a bunch of siblings. We do, too. We come from 
quite a few children. Where do you fall in the lineup with your siblings? And are they musical also? Uh, but I'm at the end. Oh, so are you the little guy? Are you the Shush. baby? Yeah. Are you the little party animal? And are they all very straight laced? <laughs> I was the yeah I'm the I'm the youngest so um I, I there's no doubt that well you know most of them partied pretty hard but um you know some more than others uh, I've got a sister so but I've got one sister and all the rest were brothers you know? oh wow oh, poor girl oh honey <laughs> I love it she's probably badass <laughs> with a yeah. bunch of brothers I think that's the only way that it can turn out <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah but um, um, my brother he got me into the guitar really so there was always a guitar hanging around the house we can relate to that our dad was a music man so we had several guitars all over the place all the time yeah and after a while of you know I kind of mastered the hockey stick and then I tried <laughs> myself at the tennis racket and got a good tune out of that but then i thought well why don't i actually do it with the guitar you know <laughs> so yeah that's it then there was a guitar hanging around and uh, i just picked it up one day and just tried to get a tune out of it and i think i think the first tune that i tried to play was i think it was i'm a believer you know, oh, the monkeys the monkeys oh. oh my god that was one of my favorite freaking songs when i was a kid <laughs> it was either that or she loves you it was yeah. like oh. one of the two it was one of one of them good songs oh they're gonna be stuck in my head all day not you i love it oh it's so good but then he was showing me stuff you know because he's picking up a i got a electric guitar for my 11th birthday and he was picking it up and he was like playing jumping jack flash and things i was just watching and thinking you know i want to do that you're like that's my guitar i'm gonna do that yeah <laughs> what a cool gift for an 11th birthday that's awesome it's yeah. game changing no kidding yeah oh, yeah I can't great. even imagine. What do you think you would have done had you not gotten a guitar? Uh, well, I liked I, I liked writing. I liked art. So I, it was going to go in one of those directions. Something creative for sure, right? Yeah, I mean, who knows? But those were the other two things. I mean, when I was later on in school, I was getting into other things, you know, engineering. Um, mm, like, ah. mo well, motorcycles, you know, I really loved nice. You know, getting a motorbike and stripping the engine and putting it back together again. Just, you know, just basic stuff like that. I actually got off on that, you know. No, it was more, it was always going to be the guitar. Oh, I love that. It was your destiny. I mean, 11. Yeah. I mean, you're destined for great If you have the ear for it. it. Not yeah, everyone exactly. has the ear for it. So I still smell of motorcycles. Um, people know when I've been around, they can smell it, you know. <laughs> You have a guitar and you always smell like two-stroke oil. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you absolutely got it. Yeah. I used to work at a motorcycle shop. That is one of the best smells. Oh, yeah. It's I love it. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and I've got a nice one in the garage. So, yeah, I mean, every now and again, I kind of think, you know, I wouldn't mind one day just doing that again, stripping the engine and just not for anything, but for just something just to do. Just for fun. But, just for the sport of the you mechanics. You never get the time to do that now, you know. <laughs> I feel like that's a long labor of love. Right. It's intensive. And it's not something you can just start. Do on a weekend. That's not yeah. real. <laughs> yeah. Once you start it, you have to just complete it. Go and it, well, it, this it is takes it. a hot minute. You see, this is the way my dad was crazy bastard i mean when i got my first motorbike something went wrong with it so he said okay bring it into the house so we brought the motorbike into the kitchen and then there and then he stripped and he said just watch me you know and he kind of stripped the engine on the kitchen table just stripped it all down you know i'm just kind of watching it you know and just 
trying to take it all in and then, uh, you know, putting it all back together again and then taking it out for a test ride. Oh, it goes again, bring it in, strip it down again. And then the next time I'm stripping it down. So it was kind of, you know, learning it by watching really. It's the same with the guitar. That's amazing. I don't think I could have done that like pre-YouTube days. Mm-mm. I can take something apart as long as I have like a visual of like maybe how it's supposed to be put back together. Yeah, yeah. But that's what you do when you take apart stuff and you lay it all out like a diagram so that you could put that shit back together. Yeah, but my brain is scrambled eggs. I'd be left oh, yeah. with like three like nuts extra and bolts screws. and be like, shit, I feel like I needed these Like somewhere. Ikea furniture when you yes. have three extra bolts. Yes. Damn it. And then I just like pray. I, I, I take it that you're not really into cooking then very much. So. <laughs> I'm into That's cooking. Me. Yeah, we're both. Yeah, Shannon's I'm a, chef a chef now. now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we both cook. We both bake. I'm oh, good. taking it all apart and putting it back together and hoping it works. I feel like with cooking, I at least I have enough skill set there that I kind of always can predict the outcome and I have the little fixes yeah. in case something goes wrong. The A patches. motorcycle is like, right. that's that's extreme talent and a lot more complicated than I think my short-term memory. Well, you just get, a, I mean, a Hanes, well, I say just, I mean, oh, we were only doing it with small motorcycles. We weren't doing it with anything major. Just Okay, you know. I should just give me a small like motorcycle. Well, that's like, <laughs> like our brother could take apart anything. Yes. The thing you're talking about on the kitchen table, there was one time where there was a lawnmower engine totally taken apart on a newspaper on the kitchen table, and yeah. I think my my mom lost her damn mind about it. He was just taking it apart to like clean it and put it back together. It yeah. was working fine. He just did it for fucking sport. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, that's that's just how his brain works though. But it is true. Like he would wing it, put it back together and like fiddle around with yeah. it and tune it up. I guess it is like cooking. But both these engineer it. brothers could also like play yeah. music by ear and like yeah. taught themselves slide guitar. Like I think there's a part of the brain that mm-hmm. I'm lacking. It's like songwriting. I think we're intimidated. Yeah, like it. songwriting. Yeah. Songwriting. And you rewrite. I mean, the way how you cook with songwriting is, you know, you start with a, an idea, right? You kind of dabble and then you shelve it. And then you do that with a load of ideas. So you get a bunch of ideas. You just play with them for a day or whatever. And then you shelve them, shelve them, and then return back. And then when you return back, you're kind of giving it life. And sometimes so sometimes you point it in a direction and you'll return to it again. You know, and you might have thought about it before that. It's like, oh, I like the direction I'm pointing it in. You know, and all the time whilst you're doing this, you're kind of like collecting lyrics, you know, and you're thinking, mm-hmm. right, the way I want to do this is... Is whatever music is going on should go with the present lyric I'm working on as well, you know. So, you know, you're just kind of demoing, demoing, demoing. You're just kind of writing, shelving it, and you just keep doing it. You keep popping it back out. Give it another tweak. How does it feel this time, you know? That makes so there? much sense. Well, and so I'm, <laughs> I'm a recipe writer, <laughs> and are, I'm just sitting here like, are. this is like... When you're creating a recipe, when you have to invent something from scratch and you test it and you taste it and you're like, "Mm," you sit on it, you think about it for a while, you come back to it and you're like, you know what it's really missing is this. And then when you're finally done with it, you're like, this is fucking solid gold. Yeah, that's it's awesome. I'm excited. You just compared it to food and I'm like. Wow, that does make sense to me now. This is like two talented people (laughs) talking to each other about things that are obvious and easy to them because like it makes sense (laughs) from the outside i'm over here being like oh he's oh he's just he's just oh just do this oh no it's just it's you know it just fits together so easy so now i'm just shannon and i are gonna start a motorcycle band and (laughs) our lives are gonna change paths because no you'll 
You're doing the cooking bit. That's great. Do the cooking. (laughs) You know, but just think of how can I make the perfect, um, I don't know, chili shrimp. You know, just kind of, you know, tweak and tweak until you get it perfect. How much lemon should I put in? What about tomato? How much tomato? Oh, no. Should I use parsley or coriander? I know. This is like... We're around lunchtime, so this is going to make us starving. I love it. Where are you going to go? Where are you going to go for lunch? Oh, I'm going to go to my gonna kitchen. Be? Yeah, oh, she's okay. a chef. I'm going to, <laughs> I'm going to cook steak probably. What, Shannon has lunch? a meat guy. Yes, yeah, she she writes recipes yeah. for cattle ranch and mushroom people and <laughs> olive oil people. Like she has all these people where she just like brings baskets of stuff, and it it's awe inspiring for me. And then as the little sister. She I get eat all the food. my freezer is full of meat I didn't pay for. It's gorgeous. Really? Yeah. yeah. If you if you lived closer, Shannon would just I would like literally have feed you. boxes of yes. meat sent to your house. <sighs> Seriously, wow. when your tour takes you up the west coast, we will we will all eat together. That is a guarantee. Absolutely. So, well, yeah, I'll tell you that what, that's a that's her a cooking given. is amazing. She's like Aww. Food Network chick. Oh She's gosh. been on like cooking shows and shit. Bonnie's my hype. Man, seriously, that's <laughs> everybody needs a sister like Bonnie. We need seriously. to reunite. We yes. need to bring back the days of the Lexington Queen. Oh my god. <laughs> we'll make neon blue cocktails. We'll and- make neon blue cocktails. We're, we're gonna have champagne. Yes. Course. Oh my god. That place was as crazy. well as Japanese beer. Yes. Oh my god. I do still really, really I love, love Japanese, Japanese beer. beer. Yeah. Oh. All Asian beer has like that extra burst of carbonation yes. that I feel like my American energy drink loving soul is like, ooh, this beer burns a little. Yeah. But with a light <laughs> rice aftertaste. Like I'm the super light- into it. Yeah, <laughs> man. It's so good. Oh my I'm gosh. a bit of a fan of German beers myself. Ooh. I do like a German beer too. My tastes go back and forth because I'm like a dark stout. Like I like stuff that tastes like seasonally three different. days old coffee. Like if yeah. it's like almost like bitter and like you could chew the coffee grounds. Oh like God. that's how I like my beer with like a nice creamy that's foamy head. Portland or talking is what's happening right here. Asian beer. No, yeah. Portland's all like hoppy microbrew bullshit. Yeah, Asian beer. I'm a Guinness girl still. Like that's okay. I'll drink a Guinness anytime. I mean I love the the German kind of um it's a wheat beer. It's called Hefeweizen. Oh yes. yes. We love a good yeah. Hefeweizen here too. Anything yeah. you could put an orange in, I'm down yeah. with. Yeah, I mean I don't I, I don't really need the orange in it. No one needs an orange in their beer. Bonnie just <laughs> likes it. Or a lemon, slice of lemon. I just like it as it is. But it's aesthetically it pleasing. Bit. But you have to be careful because you know, it does pack on some pounds. So sure I mean does. you know I, <laughs> You end up kind of, you know, you get the beer belly thing. So. Yeah, but you're happy. So it's like the <laughs> price of compromise, you know? <laughs> I, girls don't get the beer belly like guys do. At least right. like, okay, what's crazy to me when it comes to beer bellies is like guys from the back can look totally normal. normal like nothing on their body changes. <laughs> and then they turn and it's like firm, <laughs> you know? It's like yeah, watch, hard and round. It's a watch, watch your face. And yeah, and then girls and, just get like, just like chubbier hips little doughy that's you know just, like we don't get firm anywhere oh, like that would be true. dope if i got a beer belly that'd be awesome no like no. pregnant no why not oh my god i vote no on that. <laughs> just, you don't have a beer belly oh 
like well me i'm trying to get rid of it i've got trying bit, to get <laughs> i've got a bit of one because i've you know it's been you know, christmas and right. you know been enjoying things maybe a bit too much but also i've been hanging out with steve hewitt placebo mm-hmm, i saw that <laughs> yeah such a friend such a great mate that such a so buddy cool. So, you know, he, I've been going down to him. He's been coming up to me and we've been going out, you know, and, and like we always say the same when we go out, oh, we're just going to have a couple. Oh, right. And then, you know, <laughs> three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock, five o'clock, six o'clock, whatever in the morning. Yeah. And, you know, massive beer belly. Yeah. And then when the worst thing, of course, when you go home after that, you want to start eating and it's like, oh, doing all the wrong thing. Those days are not that far behind. <laughs> <laughs> me, to be honest. I mean, it has been a while since I drank till four in the morning and then ended up walking home with my shoes in my hand. Like those nights are pretty Both well shoes. Yeah. Well, I mean, why not? My feet were tired. I probably shouldn't have wore those shoes in the first place. Kind of. But you managed to keep both of them. You didn't lose yeah. one. Oh no. Shoes are expensive. It's a rite of no. passage. I think, yeah. I, I think every female who's like had a single night, even of tying yeah. one on walks home holding, holding their, their shoes. shoes. Yeah. I have walked through many a drive through. <laughs> <laughs> when I, I lived downtown, yeah. I walked through a few drive throughs and like, ma'am, we can't serve you at the window. I'm like, I would like you to, because I'm very hungry right now. I'd like to eat a cheeseburger I'm not leaving. or a taco on my walk home. I'd like a walking taco, please. That would be great. Yeah. So it's been a while since that happened, but I have fond memories of all of my drinking experiences that I can recall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the key thing. You just drink till you, you know, you're going to lose your memory if you drink any more than that. So <laughs> mm. I don't, I don't need all them brain cells. No, They're superfluous. Right. It's just extra. Lose a bit of weight. We've got so many. I mean, speaking of brain cells, <laughs> would you like to use yours to play a game with us? I can try. All right. Make, make myself look ridiculous. <laughs> no, it's called This or That. It's the easiest game okay. ever invented. We're going to give you a, a choice between two things, and you just say the first thing that is your choice. Okay. <laughs> It goes very quickly. Yes. It's short and sweet. Absolutely. Would you prefer to play locally or go on tour? Both have their thing. I can only choose one, can't you I? You can only well, choose one. Uh, go on tour. All right. I know right now he's like, right now. I've been in the shed. Get, Get me out of here. here. <laughs> <laughs> sweet or savory? Ooh. Savory. All right. Singing or dancing? Singing. <laughs> Pre-game or after party? Oh. Ooh. After party. Cake or pie? Oh, pie. We're pie. We're team pie. Oh. <laughs> We're pie girls. Orange hair or blue hair? Mm. Uh, well, does it have to be orange? It's like that fiery orange red. Yeah. Um, oh, God. Um, I'd have to choose blue, really. I'm partial to blue. <laughs> I like but how not- blue <laughs> fades out. Yeah. I prefer blonde rather than... You know, <laughs> you prefer, that's not a choice, Kiz. You have to pick one or that. You prefer <laughs> blonde, but the 90s and 2000s, you had like an At array of hair colors. Yes. And as a girl who has had almost every hair color under the sun. Yeah, you really have. They fade out really fun. Oh, Mixing yeah. colors is fun. You end up like staying at random people's houses, I'm sure, on tour and just like coloring your hair in their sink. Oh, People always just want to fuck with I your hair. Find a hotel for dying in the bathroom blue. Oh. Bonnie, Bonnie has stories of <laughs> hotel towels that she's turned red. I ruin towels, yeah. but I put or them pillow over cases. pillowcases yeah. because I refuse 
yeah. to like be in trouble for like a nice feather pillow. Right. I would rather them just bleach all the towels that are like She brings her colored. own pillow when she stays at my house. Bring your own pillowcase. That yeah. is a Yes. <laughs> colored hair problems, Fix man. It. They're real. Oh, I've had blue hair. It's a fun one. Yeah, it, but you're right. It does. It leaves you very quickly. It fades out crazy, and then it turns yeah. like green. green. And then if you have a blonde gray. base, yeah. it turns like greener and greener and greener till it hits this weird color of like you can't love it because you have it, to dye it again. Yeah, you're yeah. like it's nowhere. It's like in between <laughs> yellow and green, and it's horrific. <laughs> I like that one that you said when you said pre pre gig or after show party. That pre-game. one that you said pre game. So, yeah, pre game is like uh, pre funk like girls pre game. Hell, like before we like drink. go out to a club a or go. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. drink a couple of bottles or something. It could be anything. You know, like yeah. going to a baby shower. It's like preparing yourself to be like, okay, Take I'm not fun right now. Go be social. <laughs> let me, yeah, let me get fun before I go have fun. There's definitely something about you know that's very good for that. If you have a really incredible experience before you go out, Mm -hmm. it heightens the going out. Yeah. You bring that that energy with you. Yeah. So, like, for instance, I mean, when I played uh, Phoenix Festival, Hmm. I did a bungee jump and then went on stage. So I I did the bungee jump and then literally just went on stage. So that was was a buzz. It's like adrenaline style. Yeah. That's a hell oh, of a high. That's cool. Wow. That's a Bonnie idea. I would die, but Bonnie would look. She's yeah. a skydive person, so she's she's in that bracket of adrenaline. There's something to be said for drinking a couple of shots before hitting the stage. I know it's not, you shouldn't really do it because, you know, you, you might be playing bum notes, but, you know, it could kind of <laughs> heighten the experience, you know. So. I think creatives who people think they're extroverts, but really they're introverts who are creatively an outward person. If you like to be at home and you're a homebody, but you have a stage presence, you're probably still an introvert. And I you're probably people, taking shots before right, you I go think out. I have to take several shots or drinks before I go out and go do stuff with friends because I have to like amp myself Loosen up, up to go out. Yeah. Loosen up. I have to get in party mode. Otherwise, I want to stay in pajama mode. That's really yeah, okay. I have two switches. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. I really get that. It, as I said, it heightens the, you know, the, the going out bit. Yeah. Or if I was doing a gig, mm-hmm. one of the bands that I used to be in, we always used to have a shot before we got on the stage. You know, that was a thing. And um, there was this game that we had where oh, you had like a disc with four finger holes and you'd put your finger in it mm-hmm. and you'd press a button on the top and then you'd see this light circle around lighting up each finger hole until it would slow down and then eventually you'd get a <laughs> great electric shock running through your finger. Oh so my God. One person is going going to get it. You know what I mean? So it's, it's like, like Russian roulette, but with electricity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That's what? a drinking game. We did that before going on stage. We did that. We had, we had a shot and then we played this game, but it just got to the point where everyone was turning to each other and saying, fuck that i'm not oh doing my i'm not doing that I anymore just, i just googled it Bonnie just googled it amazing roulette <gasps> is on amazon.com for 17 dollars. there's also lightning reaction oh no uh, the finger hole one is the one i'm looking at where it, it looks like it looks like it could scan your fingerprint but it doesn't <laughs> and the kid's hair is like sticking up it looks like your hair gets it's like <laughs> 
poofed out all crazy and he has one finger Boofle. in and he's just getting shocked. This oh is cool. God. That's a funny game. Does it yeah. hurt or is it just uh, a blast? Yes. Yeah, it does. Well, you know, it gives you it's, it's a quick pain. Oof. So it's over within seconds, but it's you know, it's nevertheless. Oh I kind of love the shock. Like I'm the battery to the tongue girl. <laughs> Like I'm like, ooh. If you like it that much, I suggest that you put a finger and a thumb of each hand in one. Oh, of these. double so you're, up. You're doing and then it, it on your own. The circus. You are you, you you're you're the winner and the loser at the same time. Oh my so. god. Well, I know what Bonnie's getting for her birthday now, so <laughs> that was fun. That really helped. That helps me out. That and the quite new album. Because I'm yes. a July baby. Yep. Your album comes out in July, and I'm it gonna does. get that for her, and then also this game, and she'll be like, Oh my god, I forgot all about that. I'd be like, my- I my life Never is forget. complete perfect and then you have to play that with yourself before you listen to the album I, right oh, no, i'm just sitting oh. in there i'm just sitting in there all my fingers <laughs> curled around this thing just sitting on the floor alone so my suggestion is of course that you could warm yourself up to that occasion by listening to the first Jaina stark album yes so you could this. get the great adventure cigar Get that one first. That's put that on. That's a great name. Party around the kitchen. I mean, you know, dance around the kitchen. Um, wear your favorite boots. Make a real noise. Um, it's like when a new season of a show comes out, like season three, and you're like, shit, I'm going to go back. And I'm gonna, I loved season first. one. Yeah. Season two, but I'm going to go through and like really binge hard and then wait for season three of something. That's how I, like I roll. That. That's <laughs> your lead up now. Yeah. That's the challenge for you and our listeners. I love this very much. You know, I think we are to my favorite part of the show right now. We are, and I feel like this can handle it. I think you can take this. Mm-hmm. So this is the section of our show where we shower you with compliments. <laughs> we tell you how great oh, we boy. think you are. And you just get to sit back and take it all yeah. in. So okay. I want to go first because I was thinking about this as I was drafting up questions and ideas. Mm. I was thinking back to Japan days. What I liked about you then and what I like about you now is the exact same thing. You're kind of weird. You're fun. <laughs> you're relatable. And you're just a good time to be around. You have a ton of talent. You're a very humble person. I really, really appreciate and admire that you were not one of those asshole band guys. You were charming without being schmarmy. You were personable and lovely and just a good time to be around. You definitely are part of that very happy core memory from that trip for me. And I'm just so overjoyed that you had time and you wanted to sit down and talk to us because I feel like it's come full circle. We're older and wiser and it's just nice that, you know, some things don't change. You're still a delightful person and I'm so happy to talk to you again. (laughs) Did you hear that, ladies? (laughs) You heard it here. Do I? This is my CV speaking to you. You can take that soundbite and really it's, share it with anyone you want. That is fine. It's it a is. personal ad. I may have to quote that word for word. Do it. Please and, do. Uh, and, and basically, yeah. So if I go on a dating site, I can Put have all there. that. Are Absolutely. you single and ready to mingle post-quarantine? <laughs> I consider myself a Cuban. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm married. You are married? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm married. But I'm, Wait a minute, you're the lead there, bud. But it's fine to um, <laughs> just in case. Receive it's nice to know what you should be doing is just going and playing that for your wife. Yeah. 
and then just watch her and she should be nodding along right? she should be like yes she she likes me she likes she likes me. What, about, what about you she <laughs> loves that you had a shed to go to right <laughs> she she loves you can it. go back to your shed <laughs> oh i wish i had a shed i wish someone would just send me to the shed it's a nice shed it's got very nice curtains <laughs> Very nice curtains. My yeah, shed's so. chicken, so it's not really the same thing. So. <laughs> no, that's not. No. That's, a, that's a chicken. Coop. I have a shed full of chicken. Okay. My turn to compliment yes. you guys. I've never gotten to meet you. You're missing out. However. There, there, you know, there's still time. There is still time. And now I'm like, we should just go in August. We should just charter a plane. I almost said jet. Like, we're actually cool. Yeah, right. Charter our jet. Do it. Get on a plane and go hang. I think you are just majestic. There's certain people in this world that will always have that special something. And the fact that you harness this at such a young age and it's driven you for years and years to just create things and be in front of everyone giving out what you're producing. You're, you're freaking fun, kids. You're, you're slightly sarcastic. You're slightly. silly. <laughs> Oh, he gave sarcastic answers, I, no, I but know. like, so you're a really great interview. I actually went down a rabbit hole and watched you on a bunch of different interviews <gasps> and I learned a lot about guitar. You're passionate about vinyl. I learned so much stuff about you. <laughs> and now I just feel like a really creepy fangirl in the corner getting to talk to you. You're really fun and you are. You're super humble and just something about your presence is really relaxing. I'm telling you. In a way that's yeah. like, it still has energy in it, but it's like an energy you just want to chill out in. Mm -hmm. And I like that about you. Did you hear that, Mrs. Butt? <laughs> Mrs. Butt. Did you hear that? These two American girls, <laughs> I'm going to, they're in Portland. That's right. I'm going to be looking on Kayak. I'm going to be finding out when the next flight is. <laughs> I'm going to get myself a deal. I'm going over to Portland so this you can stick your fish and chips. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, you can you can put them fingers down and that knife. <laughs> put that down. Uh, Do yourself a mischief with that thing. Uh, you know what? If you hadn't gone to music, I swear to God, you Comedy. could be a comedian. I, that is so true. You're oh funny. <sighs> you are good company. Yeah, but we've we'll got have to, to hang out again. Yeah, well, you know, I do go to San Francisco quite a lot. Um, nice. I've got a really good bunch of friends there up in um, San Francisco and Oakland. So you're only about, I don't know, 500 miles from there, aren't you? Let's guess. And how far away are you? 645.3 miles. We're a quick flight from there. A quick flight, is it? Well, the, the, the next time I come over, then we'll have to sort something out. I would yeah. really love that. I'd love to recreate our photo again with our current hair color. Send me that photo. I want to see the yeah. photo. We're always okay. down to fly and meet up and we're yes. 100% completely down to meet up with you. However, I think we should do pub on the street interview. You could be our third <gasps> yes, host. please. Oh, and we yeah. just interview oh random God. people about like humiliating childhood stuff. Yes, please. Put them on the spot, ask yeah. them quick questions and then like move on and just do it like manic that is ideal pre-game yes. after party we in effect sit, around it yes we'll all be sitting around drinking our beers of choice outside of a pub with our microphones and we'll flag people down to come over and talk to us and then we'll tell them to go away this is the <laughs> best idea for an episode i've ever heard about and i feel like you would really love that too it'd be fun mm, we, we you know me so well <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I think the people would like to know where else they could find you. Yeah. Other than this delightful episode on social media or website things. Where can folks find you and chat with you and find what you're currently working on? I think that um, I'm on Instagram. I'm, I'm on Facebook. Go and check out Jaina Stark, of course. Mm-hmm. It's very there's good. A, there's, there's a Jaina Stark Facebook page, Jaina Stark Band. There's a Jaina Stark Instagram. Mm-hmm. Go and check that out. There's a Gizbut <laughs> fan page nice. uh, on Facebook. You can go there. Now, of course, I have my own personal you know, Facebook page, but you know, you're going to have to have some some uh, some qualifications. Right. You don't just you add anybody. In, the no. in crowd. Probably. I mean, I would say right now the best thing to do, because I'm going to spend a bit of time, I'm going to give Gizbut a little bit of a break and just go on to Jaina Stark. So I'll probably be going on Jaina Stark, the Facebook page and Instagram, like every day f- nice. for the, the foreseeable. It's almost like Sergeant Pepper. It's like the alter, the alter ego. You know? I love so, that. Because, you know, when you wake up in the morning and you think, oh, I don't want to post anything about myself, you know, because what mm-hmm. am I going to post? I'm going to post my breakfast or I'm going to post the cat, you know, or my guitar. No one wants to see my guitar again, you know. <laughs> So, so no, hold on. I'm going to be my alter ego, and I'm going yeah, to go. That's what Stark. a business gonna, page is for. I'm going to be Jane Stark. Is your face. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so go over there because you know anyone can join that, of course. And Perfect. Come and say hello. Also, I have got a Patreon thing. Nice. Yes, please. Let's plug your Patreon. Now that's Patreon Gizbub. Now the thing is about that. If if anyone out there, if you if you want to hear anything of any of the bands I've ever been in, that's where I'm putting the whole lot. Okay, oh. because ooh, that's full discography. Yeah, okay. because I've got I've got an archive collection. It's massive. It could fill oh up God. another house. Nice. I've been thinking, what am I going to do with this lot? So I'm I'm uploading it all bit by bit. <sighs> Everything's going up there. So there's, of course, there's the releases, but there's the outtakes, there's the demos, there's the practices, there's the live gigs, there's the footage, there's just the fun bits. Well, you're getting a follow from us, obviously, because I need in on all of that. Going up there. So basically, back catalog. A few dollars. What you have to try and imagine is that once a month you buy me a drink. So I like that. that? Six six bucks, six dollars. So once a month. You buy me a drink, and then in return, I give you all this love. Aww. Loads of love. You're well, so cool. Well, we're in. You've got us. That's going to happen. So <laughs> fabulous. As I said, every band I've ever been in, I've got things from, obviously, from the Prodigy days. You You'll do. have to stick around for quite a long time to get all of that stuff. Um, I'm going to be writing a book. <gasps> I've started it, but I've had to put it on hold because I've got these things going on right now. So I've got the Jonas Stark album. I've got me and Steve Hewitt going out doing the acoustic tour. So That's good. a 21-day tour. Fantastic. That's, That's cool. Fantastic. And you're writing a book. Is it like hot goss? Is it your story? Is it, What is this book going to be about? I'm it's very all excited. those things. I, I, might, I might have to write more than one, but I'm just going to get started. Um, I've had to put it down. As I say, I'll pick it up again and, and get on it again. You know, you, you'll probably be in it. Oh, oh shut, shut your mouth! I'd up. freaking die. Are you? When I went me? to the Lexington oh Queen and I met these Ugh. ladies, <laughs> these crazy ladies. Oh my gosh! Oh, we were trying to steal a bottle of champagne from mm-hmm. the seahorses. Um, <laughs> you do have guy, a good memory. That guy, the guitarist, grabbed it right out of my hand again. I nearly went flying. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, I remember I all that. This. Can I ask you a final question? It's my favorite question. Go for it. Do you have any sage advice that you would give young Giz about anything? Um, Oh, it's a deep one, right? (laughs) Ends it on a heavy If I was going to speak to young Giz, wow. Okay. That is a thing, isn't it? Would you want to change that path? Because it's, (laughs) uh, you know, you're, you're messing with things when you do that. Um, oh, you know, I would probably say to young Giz that you're doing everything okay, but maybe you should just get more singing lessons. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! When you create music, do you picture the music and the lyrics, and then like who would sing it? One of the issues is with singers is that you don't always come by the singer that you that you're looking for, um, and so you end up doing it yourself. Mm-hmm. Whether you want to or not, that's happened to me so much. So I've, you know, I've tried. I've had obviously singing lessons, and um, when you get all the home recording kit and you get a good microphone, you can spend <laughs> a bit more time and you can concentrate on getting your voice to do what you want it to do. But when you're younger mm-hmm. and um, you know you kind of like you, you don't bother doing that, just let someone else do it. I just concentrate on the guitar. <laughs> but really, I really wish that I put more work into it then and become the singer that I, that I was looking for then really because um yeah i think pound for pound you just get more reward when you can deliver the voice that you're looking for you know yeah. rather than relying on anyone else rather than relying on anyone else you just have it but um it's a you know it's tougher the later you leave it it's, it's tougher i agree with that <laughs> you're trying to make this voice come out you've got the knowledge of how to do it it's just that it's making these muscles work you know getting them to do stuff i mean as a guitarist i find it you know easier but as a singer it's it's harder work you know well i'm glad you took the path you did if you yeah. had become like an amazing vocalist also maybe you would have been like too oh, cool for that's true that whole thing you would have been on you another level you would have caught the disease of lead singer syndrome yes you know it's real one of my other favorite singers is john reese he's the guy out of rocket from the crypt and um he's got <laughs> a shitload of other bands as well and i love that guy i love he's really prolific and he's got a great voice you know it just sounds like razor blades it's just a great voice it's, it's the coolest it's got this punk rock rock and roll san diego thing this so there's there's a bit of garage rock in there there's a bit of nice. there's a bit of dead kennedys in there there's a bit of the uh, beatles oh. there's a you know there's it's a such a great mixture but he stopped singing and he joined or rejoined his old band the hot snakes which were kind of like a post-hardcore band which is a great band but he he did it you know he stopped singing he just said no fuck it i'm gonna concentrate on the guitar you know i'm gonna do this and i can get that i understand you know i i understand that mindset but you know i've gone all out for this album and i've really really sang for this fucking album (laughs) so yeah so i'm gonna i'm gonna have a few years of singing yet you know there's still a few singing years left in me i agree i definitely you have a wonderful like rod stewart after a time it's gonna get a bit creaky so i'm gonna do it do it now whilst i've got it Well, I love your voice. And like I said, uh, it's just romantic. Just hearing you speak, you have a wonderful (laughs) voice. You have a wonderful singing voice. And you are just 
amazingly talented in everything you Bless go after. You. And I am so excited that you revived a band that you're passionate about and yeah, that you are still creating music in this pandemic. Wrap your arms around yourself. Give yourself a massive hug. Think it's me. Imagine it's me. Oh, you you give a good hug. <laughs> we oh, both did just hug ourselves, hug. by the way. Well, you do the same thing too. Yeah. Thank you so much, guys. Oh, do right. not be a stranger. No, no, no. We are your new BFFs yes. from the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. And we just think you are the bee's knees, man. Oh, yeah. thank you. I need their company. Oh. Well, you've got <laughs> we'll it. We'll tell man. you all the time. We'll yeah. tell you all the time. Whenever you need to pick me up, just be like, can you give me a call? They're making me feel good, these two are. <laughs> well, good. My uh, face hurts from smiling, so. That's right, Mrs. But That's right. You can. <laughs> You can waggle that. We're just here to celebrate you. Rolling Do you need things. us to send her a note or something? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to put a pin in this one and maybe there'll be another one down the Live road. On the I would love to have a round two of this and uh, yes, yes. give the people what they want. I'm well, into it. Thank you for making my day. My heart Seriously. is full. Me too. And I feel like this is years of fun Tokyo stories that I've gotten to hear about as the dumb little sister that was not a model and left at home. <laughs> and now it's come full circle where I get to be included with the wonderful Gizbutt, Mr. So Butt. Nice. It's so nice oh. to walk back down memory lane lexington queen was a damn good time mm. well right. we love you you enjoy the rest of your day yes night it's night oh we'll you do. enjoy your evening <laughs> nice to be your evening there <laughs> all right yeah. we'll talk more soon okay all right bye bye, bye for now <laughs> That was incredible. I love him. Love, love. He's exactly how I remembered his joy. It was great. If you guys enjoyed that as much as we did, which is literally impossible, but like hopefully it's pretty close. <laughs> you could talk to us about how much you enjoyed it on the social medias. Bonnie, where can they find us? We are on Instagram under no, you are that. Don't forget the no. It's a rebuttal. Mm -hmm. We're also on Facebook. We have we a group and a page. If you want information, just go ahead and like that page and you'll get heads up about who is new on the pod. If you want to join the group, games, activities, and a community full of nostalgia freaks mm -hmm. who want to interact with you. Yes. Also, we are on Patreon and we have some weird content coming. So like teaser alert, in the next few months, things are going to get a little weird. Things are getting weird. We can't disclose. No, it's top secret, but by God, you're going to want to jump in before it starts. <laughs> so if they wanted to support us for as little as like one doll hair, where do they find us? Patreon.com forward slash you are that. Delightful. Mm-hmm. And we also have sweet merch. Bonnie, what did you make us? Oh, we have some nostalgia-based teen crushes in the form of cozies. Mm -hmm. Giant 22-inch square pillows yes. to throw upon all of your surfaces. And the softest, most buttery blankets covered in dimples, baby blues, curly hair, gorgeousness, yeah. some fluffy bangs. Go check out our nostalgia merch there. And we will be adding more mm -hmm. as time goes on. And if you don't see your crush there, don't hit worry. us up on the socials. Let us know who you want to wrap around your bod. Who do you want to snuggle with and feel like your teen dreams have come to life? I want to know. I do too. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate all of our listeners all over the world. You guys are fantastic. And thank you for tuning in again every other week. We love it. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye.
Yeah, yeah sure. I like that. <laughs> You're like uh, the evil twin. You know, I like that better. Yeah. yeah. We've gotten compared to the sisters in The Shining. Yeah. But people are down. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> I, I believe that there's a hotel just down the road from me that is that hotel. Is it? <gasps> Yeah, literally. It's just got like a very long corridor, you know, it just stretches what? right out. Probably a mile long. Oh, you said terrible down the carpet. road. I love now that. I'm just picturing you in like a castle built into a rock down wall. Down the road. <laughs> down the lanes. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 